<laughs> Welcome back, Double Tuned Pam. How are we doing today? Uh, today we welcome two people I love dearly. They are April and Amy, hosts of Shameless Sex, and now authors of Shameless Sex. So, welcome, guys. Thank you for having us here. We're so excited to be here with y'all. And um, in person, too. The, the, I know. The, twi- the twin vibes are just, I don't know, for everyone listening, if you have not actually been in their presence, it is, it is hot. <laughs> yeah, it's it real. really is. Yeah. Uh, the AC is on in here, so good thing. <laughs> At least we didn't match today. Oh, I know. I wore my pants that I got in Dubai. Ooh. You have matching sandals. We do. Which is Half adorable. the time we match, though, and like one of, I'll leave my room, and then she'll leave her room, and we'll see that we're dressed the same. And I'll be like, I'm not changing. Yeah. She'll be like, neither am I. So then we're stuck looking like you're twins. like those kids that parents would put in the track pants, like track suits when they had yeah. triplets, and they'd oh, all yeah. look the same and they couldn't yeah. lose them. Except yeah. we always Kami was like, always in pink, and I was always in blue. Yeah. Do you do that with your partners ever, where you want to match them? <laughs> in the past, people are into um, that. Daniel and Nate used to kind of match a little bit, like intentionally. Yeah. No, no but they just, just kind of have the same style. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't match them if you wore a pink tracksuit. You're not going to put your partner or partners in a pink tracksuit. No. Okay. So I have accidentally new. matched an ex before, once or twice. Okay. Would you put your partners in a pink tracksuit? <laughs> Fuck yes, I would. Love that. <laughs> Why not? I get to see that. something about pink and like big burly men. I'm like, yeah, that's yes. hot. Yes. Wait, what are your signs? Pisces, Cancer. Love yeah. that. What about you, you two? Waters. Water signs, yeah. great. We're that Libras. So oh, oh, I love oh, one's your oh, birthday. Yours is the same, right? Just gonna. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> just had our birthday, October fourteenth. Hey, oh, happy birthday! Uh, thank you. Uh, my partner's a Libra, and my brother's a Libra, and my mom's a lot of Libra. her mom's oh, a Libra. Oh wow, really? A lot of Libras in your. Who was born mm-hmm. first, though? She was. I knew it. How do you know? I, Tell I, me more. I just knew it for some reason. <laughs> so you know, people funny. always think I was born yeah. first. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's usually the other way around. Okay. They they look at me and I'm like the more like I I let my inner child out more. I'm gonna say that instead of being like I'm the more childish one. <laughs> I'm the more serious one for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love water placement. Yes. Yeah. And what are so we have the because you're all astrology people so. I'm Pisces, and then what is so that's my rising, right? Or sun? That's my sun. sun. Okay. Rising Scorpio, rising Gemini, moon. Oh. oh. Okay, okay, so a intuitive. <laughs> yeah, very intuitive. Mm, or like a little bit, like a little all over the place. Well, do you have, uh, wait, let me ask you this: Do you find that your dreams are very vivid and at yes. times like reflect future events? Yes. Okay. And that's like past, present, future. Yeah, that's Pisces. and a lot of fucked up shit I've watched on TV that keeps showing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely. And the melatonin very, when you take yeah. too much, it's like oh my god. The yeah, are don't let, let me tell you about the dream I had the other day. That was like, anyways, yeah, I was like, how does my brain come up with this? And it's a mix of erotic and fucked up. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a very nice person, everyone. It's my dream space. Fantasies are fantasy space. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. But I was like, wow, my, how did my brain even come up with this? Wait, what um, was it? Now I want to know. I'll give you just a little hint. Um, it was a robot that uh, a lady robot that had a vacuum for an arm and she was trying to like kill a whole bunch of dudes with it and was she trying to suck out suck out their semen she, she, i don't know she was trying <laughs> to do a I thing yes she was trying to do a thing and uh and like hurt them essentially and then they all you know teamed up against her and you can imagine how that goes in a, a semi-erotic dream okay uh, with a robot that has a usb for a hole I'm about to start making some requests for my dreams because that sounds great <laughs> and a lot better than what I'm dreaming. But about. when I wake up, I'm like, where did that come from? 
I'm you like, should what? turn these into movies. What you, are you doing? You may have been watching know. maybe too much sci-fi or something. I don't even watch a lot. You don't know what like could be in your subconscious. Yeah, no. do you like hentai porn? I don't think I've ever seen it. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay, Google monster hentai. <laughs> no, don't. It's a bad idea. It could go in weird direction. I dreamt about my ex the other night, but ex that I didn't date, ex that I had an affair with. And then I woke up and my partner and I, he started like kind of sometimes like kind of kissing the back and like initiating. And I was uh, thinking that it was the dude that I had an affair with. And then I woke up and I was like, whoa. And the guy's French. I was. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) He was French? Yeah. Not my partner now, but the the dude. So French are freaks. But also like. I know. I love them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? I was going to say, I don't know if I, I don't know if you I've don't want to share French dudes. <laughs> oh, French dudes. You couldn't date French dudes? Or no, I don't know with? if I've been with any oh. French dudes, but Nikki's had enough horror stories for me where I'm just like, never mind. What it's kind they, of horror stories? No, uh, not horror stories. It's, there was one French guy that asked me to have a threesome with him and his sister. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> okay, all right. It's kind of a nonchalant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was and then, it by blood, mm-hmm. sister? We're we talking step. No, no, no by blood. <laughs> okay. And then, and apparently, either way. Apparently they'd done it before. And then when I was like, I don't know how I feel about that, even though I'm bisexual, he was like, what about my cousin who was a dude? And I was like, huh. is this like a thing? Yeah, it's a family affair. It's a good yeah. question. You know, you do yeah. you, y'all. You do you. That's but apparently cool. him and his cousin had also had a bunch of threesomes. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Huh. Yeah. Yes, okay. I would probably be a little weirded out by that as yeah. well. Yeah. That has not happened to me in no, my French you. connection. Okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> not yet. Wait, I was going to ask you, define affair. Oh, so I, I was feel married. Like I, mean to I was married. Of- yes. Sorry. Okay. I call it an affair because I cheated on my now ex-husband with oh. this person. Um, that was like really like my homie. We were such good friends. And then we slowly started, you know, crossing the line when there was a little too much, maybe mm. some too much alcohol involved. And then we used to travel together a lot too. So, um, and then he was also engaged. Um. And so it broke up both of our relationships and we never ended up together. And for the, for I'm really for for the better of everyone. I was going to say everything yes. happens for a reason. For the better yeah. 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 we've all done that at yes. one point or another. It so. was a catalyst to I think my marriage needed to kind of go. So that's why I call it an affair because mm-hmm. it was obviously it was not consensual for my husband now ex-husband to be cheated on without talking about the partnership. Mm-hmm. And that was before I even had the podcast and really understood what uh it meant to like really break someone's heart like that so or integrity like the what yeah integrity being means. totally an asshole but i do think it was meant to be because a lot was birthed out of that cheating and that's all in the book and by I the way oh, it is. Oh, yes. really? oh yeah so the book isn't our own personal story for the whole whole book you know it's that's but it's woven in and so part of shameless sex is shamelessly sharing about ourselves well not just our podcast is not just about us so that'd be really boring but no. uh trying to share as shamelessly about sex and relationships uh, and so what we did writing this book uh and the book is a choose your own adventure kind of formula you'll remember those books at all mm-hmm. do you ever read those they're fictional yeah you could like Kinda, you could go yeah. track down I an abominable it. snowman. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you didn't get there, or a cliff, there, you could hang off of a cliff. And then yeah. if you died, you could go back. And I've done so a show like that. Yeah, yeah. Ours, you don't do that. There's no abominable snowmans and it's not fiction. No. But it's a similar <laughs> thing. So it's choose your own pleasure path. And it's designed for you. It's like written in past, present, and future, where uh, here's your sex or relational issue. And instead of us saying, here's the answer, it's what's the outcome that, that you desire. And if it's this one, go to this page, this one, go to this page. So you get to be the designer, the guide to your own uh, sexual or erotic landscape. Uh, and we give you all the tools from all the speakers that have been on our show and people outside of our show as well. But part of it, we had to revisit 
our sexual histories, yeah. which was very interesting. So and the affairs, it was therapeutic too. Oh, yeah, yeah. therapeutic. Yeah, yes. And some of it were like, oh, I totally forgot about that. And also that, oh, yeah. that was heavy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can imagine. I but mean, it, it's part of it, though. But yeah. I have you ever hooked up with a cone dick? By the way, a cone dick. A cone dick? Yes, like where a, yeah. a dick shaped like a cone. Have you ever? Yes. So yes, I did too, and uh, <laughs> I didn't revisit did that, but I wanted to in the in the chapter on affairs because dude had a cone dick. Wait, uh, the guy that you had an affair with? Yeah, had a cone, yes. dick? cone dick. What? Are you, so what's your stance on a cone? I don't. Dick? I don't know. Good for anal, I would imagine, right? Because I didn't it's do. I was. I didn't feel that it would be Because then I, oh, I would actually prefer a bigger head. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or if I'm having anal, because yeah. then the it's not stretching out as much. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I mean, also what by if, the way, what I if it was a cone, but then it gets narrow at the end? Oh, like a butt plug. I thought I haven't seen one of those. Or narrow the bites. Like, yeah. I've never seen one of those. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, let let's backtrack. Real quick okay. Because I think y'all are the coolest people. I know. When you said y'all are boring, I was like, I beg to differ. Beg to I differ. I would love to hear nonstop about your sex stories. Um, but I also like. I've always loved the premise of your show. Just the fact that, like, I feel like you're one of the people who have like spearheaded that movement of like hey, let's talk about sex and not feel ashamed about it. Mm-hmm. So I look up to y'all. Hmm. Like, Thank you. We were trying to listen to an episode today on the way to the airport to come and record with y'all. And uh, we, Amy was like asking Siri, Siri, put on shameless sex. And then it was a German, German. podcast, shameless. <laughs> and then the lady started talking. I was like, Amy, did I miss something? Yeah. Like, was this so German? German? I did just go to Germany and yes. now I'm fluent in German. I was so German. confused. I was like, wait, yeah. that doesn't not, sound not Did no. you have any fun in Germany? I had a lot of fun. Uh, Tell them about Portugal. I love Germans. Portugal is, yeah. You love Germany? I love Germans. Really? They're way to the worst lovers in the world. Really? (laughs) Not even joking. (laughs) All the German lovers I've had have been fantastic. I had butthole licking from the first German I ever hooked up with. I was offered with someone in Germany to lick my ass without even kissing. And I did the ass. No, I didn't do the ass. I got the ass. But I talked to you about it. She got the sweaty stank ass after dancing at a club. Yeah, and then the guy. So wait, go on about Portugal, though. Yeah, we want to hear about these. Portugal was awesome. I did not learn German. um, And uh, so I did Portugal for fun with the creator of Uberloop, Stephen. I don't know if you've met him at a trade show yet, but um, I know you know Uberlube. We work with Uberlube, yeah. Yeah, you work with Uberlube, and they're like, you know, family to me. I love them so much. And um, and then we, he and I went to Germany for a sex toy trade show, the biggest European sex toy trade show. Um, and Portugal's just gorgeous with like the, the, the best weather so much fun and um i put uh i don't know if i can say this but yeah so i'll just put my talk about myself uh, i went on a, a dating app when i was there i went on hinge and um and i went on a a date with someone on in in portugal it was like stunningly gorgeous she yeah, told me I that bet. she was having a date and i was like with the i was like picturing portuguese men as super short because i've been to he's portugal like six, but he's super tall and she's like i'm going on a hinge date tonight with a portuguese man i was like really i was like first of all you don't usually dig dudes with accents it's true so, really? yeah. my issue is is that uh when english is in the first language i it's really hard for i talk really fast yeah I and i go and then i also have a lot of like ridiculous humor that makes no sense yeah and so, <laughs> so it's, it's like i'm it. explaining a lot of things along the way and like trying to slow down it's like this is kind of exhausting yeah uh so kind yeah not usually but yeah it was it was nice to say he was a, a hot a hot man and uh, awesome in so many ways i think he was interested in me because i put my profile ethical non-monogamy mm. uh, and he's someone who's interested in that and says it's really hard to find 
find that with Portuguese women. Yeah. Um, and most of the women that he Latinas meets. Latinas don't share. Yeah. The, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Except you. Yeah. You're really, yeah, a different case. But he said a lot of the people that he meets on dating apps that are into non-monogamy are passing through. They're not like, you know, like I am. They're not yeah. people that live there. So anyway, so yeah, it was a good it was Wait, a good but time. Ta- can you talk about any more of the, the things? sexy times? Yeah. So I was going to ask you, y'all. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you. I got to say this. Okay. I'm I'll sorry. Say this. I wasn't trying to out if you want oh, to. Oh, no, it's fine. Sure. No, yeah, yeah. If you don't want to talk about it. No, it's it's fine. I forgot your ENM. Yeah, well, it's I've been with my partner four years. We've been we were monogamous, then monogamish, and now we're doing the non what we call non monogamy. Um, so separate experiences Open. and shared experiences. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Do you say CNM or we we, we say, say CNM yeah. in the book, but I, I, I honestly I just deduced down to mon- non monogamy. Okay, like, yeah. yeah, because yeah, it's, I, it's you know it's sure it's consensual and it's also ethical, but like you know I, we don't need to differentiate ourselves from cheating. Like it's just non monogamy. Yeah, so. we had someone on the yeah. show that co- didn't correct us. She was just saying the future because there's nothing ethical about being uh, there's nothing ethical about having um, consent in non monogamy. It should automatically oh, kind yeah. of be yeah. ethical. Yeah. Yeah. It should be no no. Um, it was uh kate lurie oh okay yeah, yeah. lurie yeah. yeah yeah that makes sense well no i agree with them it's like you you have ethics and consent in monogamy you also have them in non-monogamy you don't yeah. have to put that in the word you know yeah it's not like ethical monogamy you know? right so. and i think everyone gets to decide for themselves whatever their label is at least for me it's like constantly changing and now i'm like we're doing some form of non-monogamy we don't have like an exact label for it so i know yeah. sometimes it's just like i'm in my relationship and we're yeah. doing what we what works yeah. for us like that's yeah and you are both not monogamous i know one of one or i heard mm. something about poly family or poly, i've no, been in a poly, variety of okay. structures uh-huh. so i was in a monogamous marriage and then we were and then we were open or well monogamish to open and then we were polyamorous and then we divorced and then i was like solo poly and now i'm more like non-monogamous and now i'm like i don't know what i want next but i'm still figuring that out but yeah yeah, it's an adventure. I'm a partner that's down to have threesomes with me. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So some Same. form of like, minimum, yeah. it's just not your, your standard monogamy, yeah, right? Exactly. And Cammy, what's your vibe? So, <clears throat> I guess technically I'm single right now. Uh, I haven't really talked about this yet to my listeners. Oh. I'll just drop this little bomb and tell y'all about it We're later. We're here for the bomb. All right. Uh, <laughs> but I, so I was in a poly relationship. We de-escalated that. Mm. Um. So now I'm just single because I decided I haven't I haven't been single in quite some time and I needed to spend that alone time. How do you feel about this? Yes, I feel like I'm ready to like actually show up for a relationship in a much more like secured in my own self way. Mm -hmm. So and I still want non-monogamy in my future relationships, whatever degree that come that, you know, it grows to um but yeah that's what de-escalation was that because it was difficult because i see poly as being such an incredible option for folks but also challenging in the fact that it's really hard a lot of Mm -hmm. work and for me i already work so much i'm like my relationship (laughs) relationships are already fucking work and i'm like okay so having uh, like if if it's this monocule or or polycule polycule polycule. sorry i'm in a monocule monocule. Uh, so the de-escalation you don't have to talk about it because i know it's new but i'm just curious if it was just because of the circumstances with the partner or if it was just because the poly was difficult the polycule was difficult at the time i'm always curious to know when people decide to de-escalate I feel like I really needed to out of, man, there's just so many things. So obviously, A, I loved, or love still, 
um, like the dynamic that we were in was really um, what I felt like. It felt really safe, really homey. Like I was really like best friends with um, his wife, still am. Um, and I was really close with him, still are. Uh, but the relationship aspect of it, it was the fact that like, I didn't know, especially like if I would have a primary come in, <clears throat> I didn't know if I was ready to like try to explore a primary partnership in which like, I don't know that I would necessarily have been ready for the him to be or that guy to be poly as well, ah. which would have, you know, I couldn't just be in a poly relationship and then ask him not to be right yeah. um, because sense. of like my past wounds. I need to build a little bit more of a like a foundation in a unit before it can expand. Mm -hmm. Just because I actually haven't had that in a while. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Same. I so love that. I had to like, I had to see it from that perspective. And that's what made me realize like, okay, I love being in a poly relationship as a single person. But what I also want to, you know, really get to is like a partnership. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I can explore both of those at the same time at the beginning because the poly relationship like especially for like the first three months gave me I had so much anxiety I had so many attachment issues to work through and it highlighted that like to such a like a high degree um that it made me have to do all of that inner work really quickly which I really enjoyed and I feel like I got a lot out of it but I feel like I still need to sit with myself more. Yeah. So it was That's, a lot of work. Yeah. It was a lot of work. And I didn't know if I was like, ready to with a primary partnership explore even more work it was just that's thank that's, you that's yeah. honest and i yeah. think real and yeah. that's what's important and so wise and evolved is to right. know that about yourself that that's something that i need to sit with this and be with myself and before i move forward into something else a lot of people bypass that step mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. it can be really scary i was i was exploring that in therapy and i was like it was really it, it, it was um very difficult to come to that decision mm -hmm. because obviously that meant leaving something that i was really excited about yeah or not leaving it but just de-escalating to a new and honestly like the de-escalation process he and i have been doing really well at it and mm -hmm. like we still you know we're best friends so mm -hmm. yeah. oh nice awesome yeah sorry, sorry, listeners sorry uh, listeners it it can be. Yeah. it's about Let's all talk of about your portugal fuck oh oh, oh yeah that, good bringing oh, it back so bringing it, it back okay so, this is a good story so here's the other thing with the language barrier for me and we're only seeing each other for one night that's all i have is this one night otherwise i'm i'm very busy and um and so like wonderful human like i said super hot like intellectually all these different aspects i'm like awesome human uh, and and the language bears is still hard he's, he's, you know he spoke english really well i don't speak any portuguese so um but when we were uh being intimate so uh, before intimacy before hooking up as i will say before banging um we were talking uh, over a drink about he, and he knew you know what i do or was that was kind of coming out more and more uh he asked me a question about like well what about and i can't i won't try to do his accent but what about women who are into being spanked and I don't remember exactly what he said, but told something. I was like, you like your dirty girl or dirty bad girl, little slut. And he's like, yeah, I like that. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm one of those people, but I don't want that all the time. I don't yeah. live it all the time. It has serves a time and a place. Um, but, and I think it comes from my daddy issues also in the book, daddy, Amy's daddy issues. Um, Love that. And, um, <laughs> we have this. We have them. Too. Yes. When we all, yes. It same same with you over here. From both fathers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was like, I think that's where it comes from. And so I'm seeking to have this like strong, dominant figure kind of take care of me energetically where I can surrender as more like I'm a more subby person 
Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that I'm safe. Right. And I know that's coming out of adoration, even though like you've been a bad girl, like, you know, take my cock in deeper or whatever. Um, and so yeah, I like that one anyway. So when we're actually being intimate though, um, and, uh, he, we were, he, one, he was like moving a little faster than I like again Mm. in our book. And just one of our taglines is slower than slow and slower than that, particularly, and especially for new engagements when you haven't really figured out the body, but also I kind of want them initially all the time. Um, then we can move to like fast and hard, but, um, so anyways, so that's that. And I was like, how much do I want to explain this for this one night? And like, really, I probably could have done a better job. I was like, I'm just going to like go with it and make choices Roll that feel good it. for yeah. me. Yeah. And, but at one point he said, and again, not mocking this person. It's just not my jam. What works for me. But I think he's trying to bring in like his kink moment. And he was like, yeah, bitch. And, <laughs> and, and he was like, mm, no. And so in my mind, I'm like, so I'm not offended. It's just kind of funny to me. And again, not mocking this person because I can see why maybe he was asking me that question earlier. And I didn't say, so bitch doesn't work for me, but like dirty little slut. Um, Whore is not really my thing either. But like if you said, I'd be like, oh, lands a little bit more Uh, bad girl, good girl, all those things. So anyways, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go in. Like, I don't really, I don't want, I don't have five minutes in this like short engagement to explain. So bitch isn't really my word and more of this. And then like the context. And then like five minutes later, he said it again. And you're I was like, like, let uh, me just take a break okay. here. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, overall, I mean, I think that, that he probably is a good lover for a lot of people. I think for our alignment. Not so much. Um, not terrible. Not bad. It's just like the the alignment pieces. I usually take a while to. I mean, like, that's I great think... for someone you knew for about six hours. Yes, I yeah. had I... someone bitch in bed the first time. But I if they told you there might have been a language barrier, maybe yeah. that's hot in it, Portuguese. And if they're like, I like spanking and being called like a dirty little slut, then I would understand why. Yeah, bitch might make sense. And I still think bitch is a bold choice yeah. for for <laughs> dirty talk. Yeah. Bitch is a bold choice for dirty talk. I, yeah. In my opinion, because if someone called me that, I that would I would dry up. Yeah, he might not yeah. have slut or or some or, kind of yeah. like or like you naughty little I don't know. Girl, baby. I don't know. He might not yeah, have that in his yeah. in his in I could have been like if they so again if I had like a lot of time and, and capacity I'd be like okay so that's not really landing for me. I wouldn't insult them by him yeah. whoever I was sleeping with. It's not really landing for me. Here's what works for me and then be like oh okay and if they're offended by that then that's their shit. Um but have I you ever had that so I know that you I have too but like not with a random hookup, but dudes that just took it one, one, one. layer too far where I was like, mm, okay, we need less of that. A little less of that. Uh, where they're like, like especially it up with dirty talk, with dirty talk specifically where it kind of like, because it's not hard. It's, it's difficult to offend me, but it's not something that I'm like, um, going to be, I'm not going to shame anyone, but I'm like, Ooh, that just got me. Uh, at least for me there, there is a few things, but I'm curious about you all. I'm trying to think of any now this doesn't have to do with dirty talk but um I like I am someone that likes to be like hit um or impact play you mm-hmm. know if I want to use that term um and I told a story one time on the pod of how like this guy it was our first time hooking up literally like five minutes in and without asking me he just like oh. smacks me across the face Ooh, and yeah. like in that moment it did land but then like as I thought about it later and like I was like talking to my friends about it then I was like you know what maybe I shouldn't have yeah. been cool with that so but when it comes to journey talk I have to really think about it I definitely had I've definitely been in situations though 
where the guy said something in the middle and it was usually probably like a fairly new scenario um and i was like yeah no (laughs) the one time i it was actually one of my ex-partners and i mean we had been together for quite some time and we're trying to figure out how to you know spice it up bring in something new you know and he was (laughs) he was on top of me (laughs) he goes he goes i forgot what he said before but he goes bitch and then i was and then we both stop and he laughs and he goes that wasn't it oh, <laughs> like, yeah, didn't no. land didn't Please land do. i was like oh no yeah. four is like what yeah, we're- <laughs> bitch is it not a nice one you're no. bold um, it is and then bold. one of the first time well actually this was the one and only time i was having sex with this one guy it was an italian man um and i i love spit i love spit during sex sure spit in my mouth i love when my partner does that exactly yes spit in my mouth all you want I had this guy, first time we had sex, and he aggressively spreads my legs and <laughs> spits on my oh, pussy. Okay. And I was like, ew, <laughs> no. You mean you like slammed you your legs shut? Nope. You're like, nope, nope. There like, goes dry pussy. Yep. You tried to lube it up, but instead you went dry because exactly. of that. Yeah, yeah. 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 it has like, a reverse effect. Well, yeah. What you said before, it's like when you're having sex with a new person, like, slower than slow than slow is mm-hmm. like better because yeah, it's like you don't know this guy like yeah whenever he did that i didn't know what was gonna come next but i was like what the fuck dude i barely know you okay regular missionary until i feel safe like <laughs> yeah. nothing else Absolutely. i like that so, role. yeah that's a good one yeah, yeah it's like well the, the at least uh, i my body takes a while to like get used to another body even just hugging someone it's a yeah. little bit like like, who are you? And and then so all the layers of touch, if it comes to eroticism, it's this buildup of like, so if we're talking about my whole body, like you're going to work with my mind and then you're going to work with this, the non-erogenous zones, my body for a while, and mm-hmm. then go into the secondary erogenous zones, which is not my pussy or my asshole, uh, and then make your way into my pussy, but not in, out for a while and then in, and that can, that's a journey. So maybe not everyone's down for the journey. I should probably have them sign an agreement before. Well, you also have like a Rubik's cube of a fucking vol- yeah. I'm like a down but once to you fuck. figure it out. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah she's DTF. I'm just like, dude, like I like the go slower than slow thing is great for me, but I don't I don't get off. Like Amy's like, oh, I got it like a three hour vulva massage. And I was like, that sounds fucking so horrible. <laughs> I was like, so I would be like, no, oh, like, let's it. move it along here. OK, I am somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Okay, you yeah. have the astrological reasoning behind that cancer's cardinal and they just want to go. And yeah. Pisces is mutable. So they're like, let's just chill here yeah, for a little while. Yeah, That's I know. Nice. Well, I'm just always like a sense. fast mover. And I do like slowing down. I've been much better at slowing down in the bedroom. And then I still am like, let's speed it up a little bit let's like let's get some things happening where's a toy where's some lube smack me around choke me and let's go (laughs) wait i have a question what are your favorite secondary erogenous zones i have mine and it's my armpits oh oh my god i have an an armpit story with that and and it wouldn't be ears or ears yeah i think mine used to be ears and now mine is like the I like neck, but the back of my neck and the uh, my upper part of my shoulders, yes. but like down my Love upper that. spine, up, and then also side boob. Yes. Yeah, side yeah, yeah. Boob. yeah. Um, ears are actually my least favorite. Really? Ooh, yeah. I can't stand the 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I get so, I get like such tingles and I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's something that could give me an orgasm. Maybe Probably, if I practice yeah. eventually. However, I've never had an orgasm from it, but I love it. It's like so almost so um over like overloads me with so many sensations that yeah, it's you, not yeah. irritating. It's like really nice. it's it's different than I really yeah. You don't get worried that you're gonna have like they're gonna taste the earwax. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I give zero fucks. That's how deep they're going in there. They're going like, yeah, I'm going to clean my ears, yeah. but like, you never know. She's you a clean person. There's no deep. I don't, I feel like anybody's ever like tongued my ear in my inner like ear. Like trying to like get in the hole. Yeah. So it depends. I also didn't know, but Amy actually witnessed this one time I was at a trade show, uh, in Ooh, yeah, this, LA yeah. and I had my high heels, my stiletto heels on barefoot all day, just right sweaty and like you can't help it you're walking around mm -hmm. and i finally was like oh my god i'm so happy to sit down and this gorgeous he's actually uh quebecois so he's from montreal mm. um and uh speaks french uh some some somehow they always french, huh? <laughs> i do uh thank you the french do everything better we know um so he was like, oh, he sat next to me. Amy was witnessing this and took yep. off. I had this like this gorgeous like bright blue stiletto. He took off. He's like, oh, you you feet look like they need massage. I was like, okay, yeah. This is and in front then, of a bunch of people, like, by the way. Yes, yes, it's not just him and I. And I'd been on my feet for nine hours. I was like, yes, they could use a massage. Great, thank you. And he's my customer. Like he's a distributor. Mm -hmm. So I'm not gonna say no. I wasn't selling. I was also like, this feels good. And he's younger than me. He's, I always had, like a crush. I never shit where I eat right or or dip my pen in the company Inc. if you will I don't I do. do that yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try not to so uh, but definitely there was uh, no conflict of, of interest uh in my receiving the okay. toe or the foot massage well then suddenly um he just grabs my foot and starts sucking on my toes mm -hmm. in front of everyone no this is many uh, years ago years I was ago. married Old at Annie. the time yeah, yeah, yeah. Old and I was monogamously like, okay. I mean, I didn't know that it was going this direction. And I was like, oh, and then I was like, I'm married. But I was like, this isn't really sex to me right now. This is in front of like all of my coworkers and Amy. And Amy was like happened. looking at me. She's like, okay. Like, and then happening. she was like, wow. And then um, something I was like, okay, okay. I think it's time to put my foot away. I'm getting embarrassed for like good time. Because your husband walked in five And then my later. husband walked in. He's like, hi. I was like, oh my God. I feel like, like hey, I just, what's <laughs> so bad. And then dude would come up to me. I mean, we still talk because he's still a, a good friend of, of mine, the customer and I, I adore him and he's always like if you ever want a foot massage <laughs> I'm like you know what I did find that very um, Is it, cute? Oh, it was very yeah. erotic and it was in front of people that I respected and fully clothed <laughs> and people could actually talk about it after Amy said she's like wow I, man. She said, I you love just had that a really moment. hot dude yeah. suck on your sweaty probably toe jammed yeah. stiletto shoved foot I was like I know that was really cool yeah. <laughs> I love this yeah. I love getting my toes sucked mm. so I didn't know that I did until if then this is happening at Annie I need to stay longer <laughs> yeah you do you haven't stayed you have stay the, the day parties. thing yeah come hang out I'll be like um we should we call him over like someone needs their toes sucked. I mean, um, you, you yeah. could probably line up I think the sweatier and like the I think and I don't have sexy feet. You have great feet. My feet are 
in my opinion, not the cutest. You and have cute feet. You have great my, feet, too. My foot people do pay well for these. I mean, I would. You do You do work with I think we have a good arch. Oh, you do? I would pay for those, yeah. In person or just online? Online. Oh, just nice. Online. But people money might for those like feet. our, Ooh, my feet, they have like, awesome. you know, they've been shoved in a lot of shoes, so they got those knuckle things happening. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. The foot community likes a vast variety yeah. of oh, they things. love the veins. Yeah. And I'm not even veiny right now. Oh, but yeah. Like, See, so I have a lot of veins. Yeah, I like, love that. They'll, they'll request it too. They'll be like, "Hey, did you just finish um, a workout? Are they extra veiny? Send me a pic." I'm like, "Oh, okay." All right. I'm just vascular. I always thought I was like always embarrassed, but I'm like, I'm you just I'm very vital. I have try the, I work out a lot. You've got a following. Just do yeah. a foot page. Foot page, April. Do a foot page. Go on Only fans. I would be devastated if no one looked at it. <laughs> No, I'll trust me, you get sunroom. Sunroom. Yeah. It's like a soft OnlyFans, okay. but that's where I sell oh. all my feet pics. Okay. Oh. You know, I need this kind of information. Oh, she has all the shoes too for it? Oh, oh yes, I do. Oh, they love shoes. I used to have a submissive that would buy me shoes, <gasps> oh. and he would want me to step on his face with those shoes. And that was the whole agreement. That's awesome. Okay, and that I, was it. Everyone's like, you never had sex with him. And he paid, not only did he buy me like Louboutins and Louis Vuitton and Gucci shoes, but he also paid me. Yeah. And everyone's like, you never had sex. I was like, Just no. Be on. I think you need yeah. to yeah, manage uh, or at least coach maybe both of us. But, <laughs> but <laughs> particularly me, yeah. um, because AB did get. She got, um, we did this financial dominatrix episode with a fi- professional finance dom, and mm-hmm. then somebody started sending Amy money, and then Amy was like, I'm not even a um, dominatrix. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I can't. And I was like, no, keep the money. We'll buy some shit for ourselves. We've got this thing to go to. I'm like, I'm getting in on this. because. Uh, and she's like, I just can't. She sent the money back. She's like, no. Well, no, there was more she, to it. What I did, like, I he was gonna, so it, like he would, he sent like $100 and then $200 and five, eventually $6,000 in like a day or two. Wow. And and maybe two days. Send it my way. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so, but he wanted me to, it's all over email. I, I never met him. No, nothing on the phone. Nothing. Just all email. Like, I, this, I started this fucking looking his ass up and I was like, yeah, yo, we he's got a family. I don't know. And that's when she was like oh no but i was also like this could be dangerous like what if he has you know like he's like alimony or like a mortgage or something and he's like addicted to this way he just wants me to tell him you're a dirty nasty little little pay pig and i'm gonna ruin your life if you don't keep giving me hey, money his finances are his business not yours they so are. just take the money and do it so yes. here's, here's what i did i was like stepped out of the role i was like okay to continue this i'm gonna step out of the role and i need you to like basically sign this agreement that was i just made it myself it's not like there's no lawyers or anything it was like clause one two three which is like this is role play. But your partner and as a lawyer did help you write it. He did not. Oh, no, I he did not. Did. No, did no, you I did. Your partner was a lawyer? I did. My yeah, partner nice. a criminal defense attorney. Convenient. I don't think he did. I think he did because I remember this specifically. I probably had not him important. Important. Maybe not. Okay, not well, important. sorry, partner. But anyways, so at first he said no. <laughs> I love y'all. Yeah. Y'all are yeah. like sisters. Yeah. It's cute. We're like, we're like twins we are, from different. We are. Very different parents. <laughs> anyway, right. so at first he said no because I took it. He didn't, didn't like all that stuff. Then he came back a day later and was like, okay, never mind. I changed my mind. Yes. And then he just disappeared. Wow. Oh. I feel fine about it. I did keep five hundred dollars. Yeah, for and you my bought time. me something with that too, which was yeah. very generous. You're welcome. See? Good generous. person. Yeah. Good karma right there. My uh, financial submissive. He bought me a Louis Vuitton. Uh, the little the where it's like the three in one. Oh, the, the little origami. Yeah, and I gave one to Cami. Yeah, see. Oh, I also had him buy you those uh, Stuart Weitzman boots. I love those. Oh, and those YSL boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's bought her some things too. A lot out of this. So I would have yeah. a problem accepting things from from. Dudes, I will. I do. Really? Yeah, it's my daddy issues. It's like me. It's like me doming every situation. Like if I'm out with a bunch of guys, I will like silently pick up the bill. And even if they're like, 
ordering. They make I just, like a billion so, dollars. I have like weird. Yeah. Even if they make a lot of money, because it's like my it's like me big dicking them to be like, yo, I don't need your fucking money. I got it. And those are like, Louis Vuittons, though. I haven't gotten near <laughs> it. But I will say this. I like um, receiving gifts. And this was like uh, it was a nice little dynamic that him and I had for some time. But I am also the kind where like I do like to spoil the men in my life. Like when I was married to my ex-husband, I was the breadwinner. And like I loved okay. showering him with things when I could. So I'm. Now, I don't know if it comes from my daddy issues, mm. but I do think it comes from a place of like also wanting to be like, look, I'm in control of the situation. I don't need you. Mm-hmm. So I could I could see that. I went out with this restaurateur. He was an Italian Australian because I traveled a lot all over the world um, for, you know, talking about sex toys. And this guy was loaded. I mean, he had a flat in Sydney that was like insane. And we met. He like came up to me at a wine bar with with a colleague. And then I was like, you're cool. Uh, he had so much money. He like gave me the like the keys to his like really nice vehicle. And then we he like ended up flying us to Melbourne for a dinner. And I comp the dinner. It was like probably like a thousand dollars for him and I. And he's like, this is the first time in his like 39 years of being alive. Cause this was many years ago now, um, that any woman had ever pr- bought anything for him. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. That's so sad. Yeah. That's but I see, like some, it's nice to spoil, to spoil men. And then yeah, every dude so. that I hooked up with on my year, which year of being single, um, which is where the podcast was born. Cause Amy was single. I was single. Where shameless sex was born. I sent every dude I hooked up with and there were, I have a list of them. Not that many, probably like six, but in different countries. Cause I was in Chile. I was in Brazil. I was in Spain. I was in Australia. I was in Thailand. I hooked up with a Scottish guy in Thailand. And then I was also Germany, the DJ. Uh, and then like, Amster- I was in a lot of places and I sent each one of them after, like, I was very clear. I was like, yo, we're like, we're cool. We can be homies. And I sent them, I'm like, give me your address. I would send them a big box of sex toys to they, so they could use on their next, um, partners. Blessings. Yes. That is Love so nice. Yeah. And I need too. to be that giving. It was like a whole, it was probably like $800 worth of sex toys. I gave so the, the guy in Portugal, I gave him, I had a copy of the book with me. And so I gave him a copy of the book and a bottle of lube. And part of me is like the copy book. It's not shame and self-promotion. It's so you can become your most awesome nice. lover. Yeah. <laughs> what lube did you give him? Uber <laughs> lube. Okay. Uber lube's great. Slower. Yes. Uber Wait, lube's I have a question because it sounds like you two have... It sounds like we have differing views on Germans, and I want to understand why. (laughs) Germans have been my best lovers. Ah, The French have been disappointing. So... Okay, I'm in shock by this. <laughs> I know. And so, so when you said earlier that the French do everything the best and that Germans are the worst lovers, I was like, Germans have been my like prime time. So I hooked up with a German dude in Dubai. Are you an ass girl? Looks I heard think Germans like the ass. Maybe it's just the Germans in Germany. Uh, and not the Germans in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I so at the same time Nikki had a little fling with a German guy in Dubai. I I just had, you know, made out with this one dude. Who lived in Germany, but I don't know where the fuck he was from. He looked like from somewhere in the Mine Middle East. Mine was for East, sure maybe. from Germany. Yeah, he's born. And <laughs> he and like I, you know, I champion y'all for international sex. I just haven't gotten there yet. And I made out with this guy that night, and then the next day he's like. I miss you. Oh, <laughs> too soon. Too, too soon. Dude, like, they say I love you what? usually. So I miss you actually isn't that bad because they don't know a lot. Like when I hooked, I lived in Sevilla in Spain and the, this guy, I was 19 and the guy's name was, was Jesus. I can throw the name out because his name was Jesus. And I remember I was like, wow, I never fucked him, but we like had this romantic, like 
kissing session or three. I was 19. I was like, wow. And he's like, I remember after the first one, he was like, I love you, April. <laughs> and I was like, too soon. Whoa, yeah. that's wild. That's why I'm talking about the language barrier, okay? Because some things don't translate, and they still like they it's still true, they yeah. still hit you. Like I yeah. love you, and they still affect you, you, right? So that's like my Israel, and he said I love you pretty much like the second day. And I was like, you need to tell me in Hebrew because then it's gonna mean more to you. Ooh. Because if it's in your language, mm -hmm. then maybe you'll understand how deep that is. But he still said it in that language too. You've got to have Sagittarius placements in your chart with all yeah. these international boots. You know your birth time? Yes, yes, I do. Oh my um, God, tell I, me I'm, I'll so, do your chart. I'm, no, I know, I know my chart. I've spent a lot of time and money. I love my astrology. I just felt like You I'm, should get more charts. Wait, though. let's hear it. Yeah, what is it? So, I, so my rising is I'm Virgo. Okay, Virgo and then rising. Taurus moon. And then I have, I, I do have some Sagittarius, but it's not very much, but like the houses that I'm in, it's very, um, like there's a lot of travel. I have a lot of community and so travel. Ninth and third house. I think so. Now I have okay. to remember. Well, send it to What's me sometime and I'll look at the chart. Seven sixteen eighty two. I was born at, so my mom gave me the wrong birth time, by the way. So I spent a lot of money getting my astrology mm -hmm. read. I was a Scorpio rising that I, for like five years. I thought I almost got like the alchemic oh, symbols yeah. for, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm double water earth, but no, I'm like double earth water. <laughs> Thanks, well, yeah. Yes. I don't have a tattoo for this reason. I still have like some kind of PTSD. So I was born at, so I, my mom always told me I was born at 425 PM, but I was born at 1026 AM oh, in Woodstock, yeah. Illinois. I'm from the Midwest. Love that. And that's the Hold on, I can only type so oh, fast. Okay, yeah. Okay. 716.82. Yeah. 1026 a.m. My social security number is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will leave it out. How, yeah. do you, how do you spell Illinois? Woodstock? I L L. It's like ill. Just put Woodstock I L and it'll bring it up. Yeah, well, she's right. Okay, I got so it. So your experience with Germans has been disappointing. So, no, not really. I, I worked okay. for a German company for a long time, but my sexual experiences. Okay. And I, I've only had that one experience where I was met a guy at the hotel bar who wasn't even part of our trade show. Yeah. He was cute. I like guys in glasses. Yeah. And, and then we're like flirting. He's like, do you want to go back to the That was the magician party? The magician party? No, 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 just at the hotel at the oh. Radisson oh, okay. um, in Germany. And, 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 he, and so he was like, do you want to go back to the room? I was like, you know what? I'm going through a heartache. Fuck yeah. And then went back there. And before we even kissed he said like try to take it off my pants and i was like no my pants are staying on and he's like come on i want to lick your ass and i was like <laughs> no and he, but he was trying like, like coercion right he's like trying to pull them off I was, like stop it and he's like no come on i just want to lick your ass i'm so bad at german accent as you know but i, I, know, I was like stop it right now got up grabbed my shoes and like ran down the hallway barefoot and i was like Fuck wow that. Well, the germans i've been with have been so romantic really oh, okay. yeah not just straight for the asshole. Not okay. straight for the German asshole. Were they German proper Germans or were they like living outside of Germany for a while? No, no, no. Proper Germans. Okay. So one was born in Frankfurt. The other one was from Munich. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. 
Noom.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. And then the third one, I don't remember what city he was born in. I'd have to go back and look. But they were all born in Germany and like... Well, one of them was living here. One I met in Dubai. And then, oh, the other one is visiting here. Mm, okay. Well, I yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying all Germans. Because no, you can't say that about any. I mean, no, it's yeah, true. Fake, it's true. But right? then the French so I've been terrible. with have been like yeah, too yeah. much. I think that's <laughs> just like, luck of the draw. Like, I hooked up with plenty of Americans. Not so good. Okay. So I mean, like, I, sure. I, you know, I mean, no Americans were in my. I was like, I don't want to ever be with an American ever again. After I was on my international booty crawl <laughs> instead of a pub crawl, it's yeah, a booty it's a booty crawl. crawl. i will say this it, both of y'all's stories have been like inspiring me especially after the guy in dubai that i'm like i kind of want to go take a little you know solo month-long stint in europe and just see fuck your see way through europe yeah, believe me it won't be europe. difficult <laughs> yeah. what it won't be difficult no no it won't be it's kind of no like and, and i will say south america being at clubs i forgot and this is a real quick story i'm not going to take up too much of the no, space because speaking of the international uh booty crawl I hooked up. So I was at a club and I was maybe, it was after my divorce, right after my divorce. I was 33. And I went to a club with my, um, she's my colleague. I call her my work wife. And cause we were in, it was in Chile and we were in, um, this club and I didn't realize that you didn't have to be 21. So all these dudes oh, were like, no, we know where this is going. They were like hitting on us. And it was like, oh my God. I was like, damn, there's so many like very attractive men. I was like, man. So then we're outside waiting for a cab because I was like, you know, I think it's time to go to back to our Airbnb. We had this really nice Airbnb, um, it, like surrounded by the mountains with like a piano. And so we went back and there's these guys like swarming us. And I was like, wow. And there was some diplomat son. And um, we ended up going back to his house. And I was like, wow, you guys are so young looking like how old are you this fucking guy was 18 <laughs> and i you were in your 30s 33 okay i was nice. like please and after we had like been making out and stuff i was like wait a second how old are you because his friend said he was 19 and i was like i didn't really think about it. i was like a club mm-hmm. you don't have to be 21 you're a neighbor you know, sure. yeah. Yeah. i was I definitely you know i, I had intoxication Did you send him sex toys we ended up hooking up. So after he proved to me that he was 18 and not <laughs> under the age, because I was like, can I see your identification? After you asked for it though? Yeah. <laughs> well, then we, we did have sex a few times and he was like, I used a vibrating bullet that I had from my company at the time. Yeah. And he was like, can I please have this? <laughs> I was like, absolutely. Yes. And then after oh that, God, we, it was so cute. Yeah. But then I was like, am I like a, am I, that's like weird. Like, is that I was 33 year old woman. He was 18. I don't know how freshly 18 because I didn't check. I just checked the year. I don't know. He might have just newly been 18. <laughs> That's Bobcat status right Dude, there. Full I don't know, but status. I haven't really told anyone about that. And I think well, now everyone knows. Now I guarantee every- you he thinks about you often. Yes, <laughs> we're friends I on Instagram. He's hit me up a few times. He moved to Madrid. And you know who you are if you're listening. Hi. Hi. Um, he has, because I did send him a uh, a big uh, box of sex toys when he lived in Chile. And he was like, thank you so much. Like, he was so cool. He also had a mustache. And mustaches make people look older. They do. And I was like, <laughs> you do not that look like I agree, 18. Yeah. I know everyone that's... who wants to look older is going to grow a mustache. It was a thick mustache. his salvation. Yeah. 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 He, 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 he probably thinks that. about you daily. Yeah. If not... Oh, he, he did, did, like, he did say that. Your pole team is strong. 
Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, I did show him some things. I will say I was proud. I was like, hey, you're going to be so good at this. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to teach you. <laughs> Well, the, so the guy that I met in Dubai, the German, him and I hooked up a couple of times while I was there and um, I was obsessed with his dick. But um, for a 25 year old, I was like, damn, son, who taught you how to have yeah. sex like this? Because he was doing some things that I was like, shit, man, like I haven't seen this in the States. Let me just put it that way. So it was, it was a phenomenal That's how I feel about the Scottish guy. I came back from Thailand, oh, yeah. hooked up with this guy. I fell, I fell in love. I'm not even kidding. I was like, he had a yeah. Prince Albert piercing, mm-hmm. which what? broke all the condoms, by the way, which is not that's cool. But dangerous. I was like, okay, yeah. is that the tip? That's, the, yeah. that's where it goes through the urethra. <gasps> and then in, so uncirc- he's uncircumcised. Most people in Scotland are not circumcised. Only yeah, about like wasn't either. 5%. Yeah, only about yeah. 5% of the population. So I, that was awesome too. But holy shit, I was like, this guy, he was also a stripper. <gasps> Wait, preference circumcised or uncircumcised? What's that? Pre- preference? No yeah. preference. Uh, I, I actually like uncircumcised. Yeah, I don't really have a preference. I've been with uncircumcised people where there was like a lot of extra skin, mm-hmm. and and like that to me was like somehow less attractive. Not shaming you if that's your 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 thing, but it wasn't like oh I, I'm not interested. If you know if I'm interested in the person, I don't give a fuck about how much yeah. foreskin you have. Um, we also didn't have a deep connection. So. I like the yeah. self lubricating aspect of where it lubricates almost more um, when you have oh, foreskin. Yeah. Like yeah. that's kind of cool to me because you get a lot of more of the pre. It has glands on there that. Are that yeah. are like, like mm-hmm. free lube so that's that cool. are being cut off. Because yeah. it's like its own little masturbation sleeve. Yeah, a little jack-off yeah. device. No, it is. Yeah. For hand jobs, it's great. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It gets rid of, like, there's less of the friction issue. It's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like more friction inside the... Okay, like. but I have a question. So how did the piercing feel inside you? So I... I would have been terrified. Didn't yeah, know too. what to expect. And he said before, he was very polite and super ripped, tattooed everywhere, which I think is hot. And um, and then he's like, hey, I have to tell you, I have... I, I'm a, I'm a stripper but not just for funsies so he was an electrician by trade um to make money but i guess in scotland like there's not a lot of men that look like him i don't know this is what he said he could use that uniform dual purpose yes (laughs) totally okay so then he said that's what he got the prince albert piercing and so i was like okay i was like well i want to use condoms because you're a stripper and God knows you probably. Like, and I don't need condoms with random sex is a good idea in general. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't need some stids up in here. So the condoms would break though with the Prince Albert. That was the problem, but it was awesome. It was. I felt like I got more G spot stim from that somehow with how our bodies were. I also was kind of like on a rampage where I just was like sometimes just. This is gonna sound really bad, but using men as my fuck boys, fuck I was just like, I don't think that's bad. Men use women for that all the time. Yeah, they do. But I was like, but he loved it. He was like, this is so much fun. But you wouldn't do it as an asshole, though. You wouldn't like, you know, you wouldn't like use them and be like, fuck you. You you wouldn't ghost them. You wouldn't do any of that stuff. I think there's a difference between using people as like a fuck toy, you know, whatever the gender is, and then you're being an asshole after versus like. And some people like being used. They're like, please use. I love being used if it's done nicely and consensually. Yeah, like I'm all for it. I will be your little toy yeah. as long as you treat me nice after yeah i, yeah. I don't yeah. orgasm from pen- penetrative sex usually like i'm a external stim human and i could that was the first time in my life i don't even think i've told my partner this story uh, but like that i've been able to orgasm from just penetration no sex toys at all and wow. i don't know if it was the prince albert piercing where i was in my life or that i just was like just gave zero fucks about anything because i was just just all out so it. it was really fun and that's why i fell in love with the d that d mm. i fell in love with that d 
Mm-hmm. I, I want to fuck a guy with a piercing now. You want me to call I him? Don't, he has a kid now. But he lives in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he lives here now? No, Edinburgh. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Edinburgh. We're all going to Scotland. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. let's go. He let's ended go. up ghosting me, though, the little shit ass. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> shit I was like, and then he ended up apologizing. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I just was in my head because I really care about you. And then I was like, we're mm. done here. Mm-hmm. Why do men do that? Yeah. Like, I, I was in my head, so I was ignoring you. Is that supposed to make us? feel better it's like that, i feel is like that really yeah. what it what it was it i was, feel like you were you're too so into me rude. so i need to ghost you because i don't know how to deal with this instead of being like hey you know so i i'm here's what i'm perceiving that you're really into me maybe or something and i'm not exactly there i want to stay single or whatever so how can we all work together or like can this be the end of the road or whatever instead of just bye without exactly. even a bye well, he was just too gone. afraid that he was falling in love with me and i had just been through a divorce and he thought he was rebound material which was mm. valid but i never responded so i was like we're done here yeah and mm. thank you for that prince albert one missing. thing that our book we spent a lot <laughs> of time on in the book and it's not just about communication but because we find i don't know if y'all find you get sex questions from listeners probably yeah, right so if you find that like one of the top things that you're answering is communication and yeah. and i'm not saying that, like we all as sex educators say this so it's nothing new uh but it's you know if they're like i don't know how to orgasm my partner i don't have orgasm penetrative sex it's often like yeah have you talked to your partner about it have you talked to them about what works for your body do you even know what your body likes so our book has all these different pieces of figuring figuring all those 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 parts out what do you know what do you like how do you share with your partner but the communication pieces are huge so one thing we or two things we add in there one is um the differences between small asks and big asks Mm -hmm. so small ask would be you know if someone has their i'll use my portuguese lover for example yes you know is is um uh yeah yeah, say like that he's like you know rubbing like on my legs even your thighs, my whole, yeah, he wasn't doing that. Actually, when he touched my pussy, it was actually quite nice. It was just like for, okay, so we use that as an example. It wasn't too fast, okay, but it was like quite nice, but then he would move to something fairly quickly after like a minute or two. So a small ask, I think, could apply to that. And it so it isn't this huge, like you're going to have a, you get triggered and have a process. You know, whereas a big ask would be like, hey, so I'm thinking about non-monogamy or yeah, I want to yeah, break up. Threesome or, yeah. Or that, or like, I don't, Deep I think I need thing. some space or something that's really, yeah, I want to have a threesome. Not when you're fucking, you're naked having sex. Um, so a small ask would be something that is more, that can be tailored in that moment that feels lighter, even though someone still might get triggered uh, over it. And so we talk about the differenti- differentiation between those two, how to navigate those. And then we also have the connect formula, um, which is a way to like actually it's really have a deep, bigger conversation. Yeah, it's an acronym for have bigger conversation, conversations around sex that might feel really challenging. The small ask, big ask thing I was actually very intrigued about because when <clears throat> uh, when we were talking about it on the way here, I was thinking about it and I was like, small and big are relative terms. Mm-hmm. Because I was thinking, for example, and this was like a, something that came to mind for me. So there was this guy that I hooked up with at a sex party and afterwards um, he was like, Hey, would you ever want to hook up again? And I was like, absolutely. And he was like, great. And he was like, I think it would be so hot if we like set up a reverse gangbang. Whoa. <laughs> and I was like, it's a big leap. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "What's okay. a reverse gang bang?" So he's the one getting gang banged. Well, he's getting gang banged. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, of course course that. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just wants yeah. five chicks. Yeah. Of course. Put it this way, I like. <laughs> I like that's a good ask, but yeah. it's it a good ask. But that, and I was thinking about that because I was like, for me, given the context of like our relationship and the fact that like we had only hooked up once at a sex party, I barely knew him. Um, I did really like the sex that we had, and like I was very excited about the sex, but like I felt in that moment asking me for a reverse gangbang was a really big ask. Yes. Oh. However, if it was like one of my, you know, 
other partners who I, who I have been with for a t- some time and who made me feel safe and made me feel valued and cherished and like already set the groundwork for like a, you know, a solid relationship. Had they been like, hey, let's set up a reverse gangbang. I would have been like, small ask. Yeah. Do, let me do it. Yeah. So like, I really like the concept of those questions. And I also really like, it made me think about like the context of it because like, I do think that like, small and big mm-hmm. can change depending on like who you're with and like the relationship that you two have. Yeah. You know, cause like for some people like, and, and also like, you know, even in your own experiences for some people, like anal is a big ask mm-hmm. for others. It's like nothing. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, it's different for everyone. I like and, that. and I think we can feel in our, not that it's always accurate, but we can feel in ourselves if something is big or small in terms of the, the ask where one will feel more intense. Like this is really fucking scary to talk about. Yeah. But that's different for every person, right? Like you're saying for some people yeah. talking about, anal, like, oh, I want to try anal can be really fucking scary to talk about. And yeah. for other people, like I feel something, I don't know if they're into it. I feel a little insecure, but not like I'm going to lose my shit. Like my, you know, I'm not going to about anal. I shouldn't say lose my shit, but not going to like, <laughs> not going to, not like I'm worried that they're going to go full trigger town or something like that. And so I think we can really feel into the differentiation between those. And then when it is the bigger one, the big ask the connect formula, um, it's, we, it's what we put together that works really well for us. And we've talked to a lot of people and learned from a lot of people, other educators, and um, like nonviolent communication, uh, other other different kind of outlets. So, and so we put them together in this way where you start with, um, and I won't talk about, too much about it because it's in the book, so y'all have to get the book to check it out. But you start with something that's really like light and positive, not just like, okay, let's talk about something really scary. You know, yeah. like, hey, there's something I've been thinking about that's really important to me. Um, I'm wondering if you're open to having this conversation, so you're also getting permission. Uh, and then start with something that is, is positive but authentic, so don't bullshit them. Like, And so just let you know, like I love you or if you it's not love you know I really I'm really enjoying Enjoy the sex we're your having body or the, and your Prince Albert piercing yeah the yeah. sexual connection that we've been having and sharing <laughs> and I also have this desire to have a reverse gangbang I've been it's been fantasizing about it. it's been kind of hanging out and I just want to know like I'm curious like what you think about that and then we have other layers of how to how to deal with like their response and negotiation and the exploration but I think a lot of people feel really stuck so they don't say anything yeah you know yeah. I don't also I don't know how to even address everyone it. always talks about you and you mentioned this earlier but especially in the world of sexuality how important communication is but there aren't a lot of folks that have uh one specific method to apply so that's why amy was talking about we combined mm-hmm. all of these different methods and so you could just you could even scan that or or screenshot it if you write or in the book and then and then refer to it because we, we did take a lot of time and effort to compile all of this information, but in a way that could be like, I need to connect with my partner. I need to connect with myself and is easily done and deliverable to multiple partners for yourself, but also with friends, even if mm-hmm. it's a conversation, yeah. not about yeah. sex, business partners, business. Yeah. Par- yeah. Because I, and I've done that in like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with, with like family. I'm like, okay, I need to talk to my mom about this. I need to connect with some stuff because yeah. if I just go straight in with what <laughs> is bothering me about our relationship, you know, that's a whole thing. So it's, it's not just, um, for like difficult conversations around sex or an intimacy, but it could be applied to so many things. Mm-hmm. But communication is like, as my brother would say, the whore of the fucks us all. <laughs> Cause he's like, he likes to be thrown an Irish accent because it's, it, it is, it's like time and communication. It's hard. It's like, it always is just like there. And it's important to take the time to get what you want out of your relationships. Cause they're always changing and you're 
body's changing and what you want, your desire is going to change. And that's why the connect form is important. But so many aspects of the book that you can just flip through. I'm excited to read it. Yeah. Just and listening to y'all stories and like seeing your dynamic. Prince I would Albert read did not make it in there, by the way. Yeah, there Prince Albert that in there. No, he well, did not. Because we didn't want the book. It's not really it's not about, about us. us. We are in, woven <laughs> in there. There's more thing, plenty of things that we did not share today that is in there about our personal journeys, especially some of the shame and the hard yeah. things that we've gone through uh, and some of the, the sunshine and rainbows too but it, it is it is you know written for the the reader to really help themselves and guide themselves uh, into their erotic journey uh, again and again right like you know you might be like okay here's my issue today and you go find something that resonates with you and you go find your outcome and then here's all the w things that you can try to alter that and then you feel good and clean and clear and then six months later you have a new thing so yeah. you come back to it because that will happen and i do think this book is relevant because i remember when i bought the book four hour work week now i look at it and i'm like that's all bullshit right now right I, I mean, it 10 years later me. no it helped it me. helped me at the time but now i'm like that's a little bit that was before we had like yeah you know the, the internet going as well as it is now yeah. and <laughs> ai stuff um which this book was not written by ai or we ghost writers it. everyone we, yeah. we didn't even know about that i wouldn't trust it at the time i still don't really trust it i like get curious about how people the, the hollywood writers were on strike because yeah. of ai and 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 any anyway, um, but I think in you ten years this. we wrote this. Yes, we wrote it. And in ten years, I like while well, we were reading the Audible version because Amy and I read um, every other chapter, the Audible version. Like there were laugh out oh, loud moments. Oh, you narrated moments. it. We yeah, narrated, we it, narrated yeah. it. Yeah, um, I did I the yeah. even chapter. If you she wrote did a book, you, could, you have podcast voices, of course. Yeah, you yeah. It was y'all definitely have y'all have good have voices. voices. Y'all have we better don't. podcast voices well, than you have great voices. We have cackly. Like, there were laugh out loud moments reading this book, though. Yeah. That was like I was like, we have to stop because yeah. I was like dying. Was and the director in there, was dying. He was like, no, Wolverine wasn't. Um, oh, but um, wait, Wolverine? Wolverine? That's like our what our Halloween costume we really want, like a Volvo with it's a, a super Wolverine. hairy Volvo. Yeah, Wolverine. that like has nails. Yeah, it's a Wolverine. Ah, yeah, that's my pussy. Maybe that's my niche on OnlyFans. That just came from that. That also came from a friend guy that I used to hang out with that you couldn't say Wolverine he'd always say it's the Wolverine <laughs> and I was like that needs to be a costume that's, that's where awesome. that came from Wolverine Harry so, yeah. vaginas are in yeah. yeah, I mean, I've been rocking it since I was like, you know, 21. I was like, fuck all this waxing nonsense. My skin hates it. My skin was like, I like, do I want to look like a kid going through puberty, having like a rash on my genitals or, or do I want to like protect it and have some hair? So I'm not like full bush, but you know, if my, if my hair could grow, it'd be like going down my legs. It like yeah. wants to, I'm, I mean, yeah. you see the hair on my head, obviously I'm like a hairy person, uh, but yeah, it's and nice. I like it. I like the texture of pubic hair on pubic hair. It's just, it's And I'm jam. like a sphinx. Yeah. So she has no I, hair. I, like, I swear people with like a lot of hair, like y'all, everyone has a lot of hair, are like really fertile. That's what I always think about fertility with hair. I don't know if this is true. I've never done studies. Fertile. I've but I, yeah, yeah, see, I just feel like there's some relation. Now, I don't know if I'm fertile or not. I'm never trying to get, have babies. Nothing's coming out of this vagina other than, you know, what I want mm -hmm. and going in what I want to. But <laughs> I'm like a sphinx and I grow no hair. And I'm always like, Amy, that's so impressive. Like your, your bush can like, just Do you grow. want some? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like a nu nudist. I'm like a never nude. She's like a nudist. Yeah, yeah. never She's nude. She's just like, nudist. I'm not going to be naked. I was like, okay. I, if I had my way, I would not wear clothes at all. But yeah. also, Same. yeah, yeah. It's so, it's just so I don't. So, trying yeah. to stare nice, or anything right? she she'll like 
She's like, hey, like, Chip, what's up? She's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. our friend that's a Taoist, she's a doctor of Chinese medicine, talks about how Amy's vulva is an innie and mine's an outie. That's why I'm DTF. Or as and Amy's like, like a Rubik's front, cube. Front face or pussies she or says tucked in under. Chinese medicine, that's what it is. Like you have an outie and an innie, like a belly button. Yeah. So some vulvas are more outfacing and some are in. Like Whoa, tucked in. Oh, wait, this blew my mind. I, I know. I didn't oh, know. Really? I'm an outie. I'm an innie, like a tucked under. Like if you looked at me naked, you would just see like my little pubic hair bush and you could barely see labia whereas if i look at april naked i can see her because i don't have a lot of hair because like i just don't grow hair and hers is also kind of up here facing me a little bit it's an audi and it's up higher yeah uh, higher up here which i think makes her more dtf and have better orgasms just saying a doctor of chinese medicine our friend that she said she's an audi too and she's like i'm always down to fuck and i was like that makes so much sense Mm -hmm. she relates it to chinese medicine because that's where she practices her work you were grinding the teddy bear i was always grinding the teddy bear i would mean i could orgasm like on a teeter-totter yeah nice. wait i i don't know if mine's an in or an outie i don't we actually have, we the, have same the same vagina. Vaginas. i was gonna say if you yeah, look I'm at them yeah. they're the exact same. and i got laser so i'm just completely hairless Sphinx. Sphinx. i like yes. to be a dolphin oh, oh nice. yeah dolphins you just like the dolphin club over there's here. nothing wrong with hair though i don't yeah. but i've been i've gone down on a lot of women and now i'm like how have i not noticed if it's an innie or an outie i didn't either until a little bit ago and i shared that with her i was like dude innie and outie it makes so much sense and she's like you're right and the, i've asked a couple of more of my vulva owning friends i was like so innie and outie and then it has come coincided i mean like i could i wouldn't maybe testify in a court of law on this but i would <laughs> at this point if i need a few more people to be like any and outie and if it coincides with their now granted if they're on birth control and they're they're not always dtf um but i don't know i, I you have i, I might be on something here oh, yeah, vulva, yeah. Yes. there is a vulva in the book okay so if it's an any what's gonna look so, so the any is more so what I, the easier way to describe it, it right? yeah the easier yeah. way I would describe it is does it is it kind of hard to see the like the inner labia and everything's everyone's different but the inner labia the clitoris is that all kind of like tucked in a little bit that's an any that would be more an any so if we Whereas were standing side by like side her exposed. and I you would be able to see mine exposed and hers you'd have to like get underneath her okay but, but even to get underneath <laughs> no, me I think my outies. And even underneath me, my outer labia is is like more puffy and kind of like encases the rest of it. You can kind of see my inner labia, whereas that's not the case for April. And so it's just much easier like, oh, there's your pussy. And for me, like, where's your pussy? Wait, so wow. you can't see your inner labia? You can pretty Wait, much see the whole thing. I've seen her inner labia oh, plenty of times. Oh, you okay. can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can okay, see all see, of the I you think we're see. outies. 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 Yeah. I am always down to DTF. Yeah. Maybe. So maybe that's what it I is. bet. I mean, look, Audi Club. Because all dolphins and Audis. I'm a, I'm Sasquatch I'm over here. <laughs> the any Sasquatch. No, the blush has made a comeback. That's oh, yeah. all you see in porn it's true. now. Yeah. I do think I like oh, it when they're soft. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. bushes are great. It. I just can't grow one. I won't shave my armpits for two weeks I'll, and I'll, I'll have like you. two sprouts. What is it? What is it when you uh, make the the merkin? I'll make you a merkin with my pubic oh, hair. Oh yeah, the merkin. I don't know. <laughs> he gets Wait, like a, a merkin. It's a wig for your your bush. Yeah, a bush wig. I think it was from back in the day when people had pubic lice and they had to get rid of all the pubic hair but pubic hair was in like the yes. victorian area or so something. they put a wig on their their bushes yeah. was this during parties do we know why they had a merkin i don't know a merkin i'm not sure have y'all been heard this term merkin so okay have, yeah. what is that yeah we have a really good one a group in the bay area of um of california up there and i've been there a number of times and they're oh. yeah they're they're fun while a sex party group oh i thought you were there. talking about some kind of merkin no, no. Asked, i asked There's no if, merkins, uh, if y'all have been to sex parties oh because yeah. so, we go through or we go to quite a bit here in LA. So, so twins going together to sex parties? That's fun. Yeah, we don't do 
we avoid each other like the plague. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do Actually, you, we do like the, you know, we'll like go in a room and be like, Nicole! And you know, if I hear anything, and if I don't, then or I'll just be like, hey, have sure you seen, not, yeah, oh, you do, yeah, like, you do like, have you seen Cammie? And they're like, I think she's in that room. Then I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to avoid that room. Smart. Do you ever have anyone that comes in there and like, twins, let's do this? Yeah. Like my and we're like, fantasy. no, never talk to me again. Okay. By now, <laughs> all of our community knows that we don't fuck the same Yeah. Okay, good. They're well versed on it too. And then also, do you ever play mind games where you like switch roles on with people like where you're hitting on someone all of a sudden it's you hitting on them Ooh. no because if one of us wants to hit on a guy the other will stand the fuck down uh, not yep. not we touch called, him yeah we call dibs we call dibs oh, dibs okay cool Got i used it. to think that i would never hook up with anybody that like my besties had hooked up with and then amy had Look been hooking now. up with my partner before and then she before was like before they were together you should hook up with him and help you with your daddy issues i was like i don't need your sloppy seconds girl i got this dialed and then i met him and i was like well i know that he's just got an std screening because amy got her std checked back and she was fine i was like maybe i'll just unless he bangs people in between yeah which could have been but <laughs> and now how long have y'all been together like six and a half years or something wow or, and y'all are monogamous yeah right now we um are you know what I want to get to the point where we'd be monogamish, mm -hmm. but like not something where I would be on my own. Mm. Like together? Only shared together, experiences. Shared experiences. I'm more open to that than I have been in a long yeah. time because, Love you that. know, there's like trauma in with like cheating in, in my relationships, like many of them. So I've had to work through that. And, and I not feel like is not for everyone either. It no. Just, yeah, but I also, it really it turns me on. There's nothing wrong with not wanting non-monogamy at all. So, yeah. But, but I get I get what you mean by the, with the trauma. Because um, like, that's kind of like what I've been working through. Okay. In the sense of that, like, I, you know, I have to have a person to myself to build that foundation before we can expand. Right. That's so what I need like, to, I need the trust to be like the trust tree where it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. you and I, we have a, you know, like pull the, pull the yeah. ripcord if we want to go out. I don't want to be out there on my own. Like I, I've never been on a dating app in my life. Um, yeah. I like to meet people like face to face yeah. energy is really important to me. Yeah. And I am definitely not just heterosexual. Like I don't just crave a D I enjoy humans uh whatever they you know whatever genitals they have i'm not like oh i'm just heterosexual straight human like i yeah. don't ever identify with that uh my partner is very straight um mm. and so i think that it would probably have to be like another couple or like other vulva owning women mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. yeah. otherwise i think he would be like maybe he'd want to tag team me with another dude but that's a lot of work for me Ooh, yeah. yeah I like team. being tag team, though it is a lot of work. Right? It was for your hands, especially in your mouth. Right, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I get in my lock honestly. All, yeah, all, all of the it. things. Well, I so my latest spank bank material has been a tag team, which I mean just like with two it's a threesome with two dudes, basically. That's like my spank bank material as of like yeah. the last month. And it's super hot. It gives me orgasms every time I think about it. Yeah. And um, but like and that will probably shift. But I'm like in real life, it probably will be very different. I'll probably be turned on by it, but way more complicated. The focus on yeah. like this person and this person, and I'm sure like yeah. all my energy will go focus on one thing and then like the cock of my mouth will I'll like probably bite them or something so yeah. oops sorry I have ADHD I'd be like wait wait yeah. <laughs> hold on the first threesome I ever had was with two dudes and I just remember I was like stroking the both of them and at one point I was like Oh, well, damn, I don't know what, like, how much, like, is this, you were your forearms locking yeah. up, you're like, oh, like, uh, you were ripped after, huh? You're like, oh, I'm buff. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I have good forearms, but also, yeah. I love the diagram. Oh, yeah. Uh, so my brother did all of the illustrations. Yeah. The only deal with him and it, it actually him and his, um, they're like colleagues slash assistant, the, uh, her and him did all of the, the artwork. And he was like, 
I will do this for you because he's a really talented artist. And he's like, but you have to promise me you're not sending me any images of your vulva. <laughs> he's like, you could send me Amy's, but Try not yours. Me. I was like, why would I ever send you a picture of my genitals? Like, you no. You send me Amy's. That's yeah, awesome. Of course. Because I was like, well, like, you know, you want to send me Amy's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, now I'm going to send it to him for no reason. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, um, you said it's okay. Uh, I hope you like Sasquatch. He here's Amy's. So then when I'm sending pictures of the dick, too, I was like, here's, we need this picture of a penis. And he's like, that's not your partner. I know right? what that looks like. I was like, great, but we need it anatomically correct. You're going to have to draw that yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was actually quite funny. And then sometimes he'd be like, I just can't he'd say the other illustrator, she's, she's going to have to contact you. Um, we don't say anyone's names usually, but his name's in the book and so is hers. So, um, but he was like, thank you for doing our artwork. I know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love it, but he's, he's my brother. And I'm like, you're so gifted. I'm sorry. You have to draw genitals for your sister's book, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you know what? You did hey, a great I'd job. I'd be an honor. You know, yeah. Someone asked me to draw genitals he for their stoked. book. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I can't draw, but here you go. Yeah. I think he learned something. Mine he just want to admit it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think honestly, like looking at this diagram it, or, you know, it just reminds me, you know, how much we need sexual education Hell yes. in this country and one thing we said about this we were talking about this the other day about our book like you know how do we feel about the book we feel a lot of things we're very proud of it but it's the book that we wish we had yeah i had this when i was 14 was 16 it's for in my 20s up, 80s. Yeah. 30s. Ages. that's what Seriously. i'm saying i just yeah. read how to enter the ass like that's really important yeah <laughs> yeah no matter what your age is this is like something that I, you know, I have a lot of this knowledge now, but like, I really wish I had had this and in the past. And I know people who are probably 50, 60, 70, this would really benefit them too. So. Yeah. It has no, there's no, um, there's no specific demographic of person that we were, we were kind of writing this for. If you're single, if you're in a relationship, if you're in, in various relationship styles, if you're in various orientations, if you, regardless of age, if you're in a long-term monogamous relationship, if you've had kids, if you're single, uh, and old or single and old, <laughs> I consider myself old, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot. So we reference the pod, we reference podcasts in there too because there's so much information, and people might not get everything they want from different pieces because we didn't want to write an encyclopedia or have a weapon for for a book, right? Where you're gonna have to, yeah, it's it could be a, yeah, yeah. So, digestible. So that we yeah. reference podcasts because then you could go and see that specific podcast yeah. and listen to more if you want mm -hmm. like expert advice. But we did consult really uh, world renowned experts in all sorts of different fields, doctors, mm -hmm. therapists. Yeah. sex educators um and then wove our stories in there and also used all of our knowledge from the years of sex ed certification um trainings for amy's been in so many different trainings um so many layers from somatica to hakomi um and then the sex toy industry and mm -hmm. the lube biz mm -hmm. well because y'all have been in the, that the sex toy industry alone y'all have been in since for 2008 a mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i know we have been in that one for a while we're grandmas now. in there we're yeah. like old vets yeah, yeah. grandma likes to get her toes set. Who's yeah. winning? <laughs> you know queens queens mm -hmm. and queens mm -hmm. well Love thank it. you guys yeah. i'm super excited to read this if you guys want to plug where anyone can find this book yeah. Mm -hmm. Links. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll put all the yeah, links we'll put yeah. it in the episode description. In the episode description, but you know, any you can other find plugs. that anywhere books are sold. Okay, so. uh, we do. I don't know when this episode is coming out for Double Teamed. Um, when do you want? It to so our book will be out November fourteenth. Uh, so to all those folks listening, please pre-order because just like you were saying, Cami. 
more people need this book, but when people pre-order, what happens is the more people that pre-order, that's um, how it gets on different lists, right? Mm -hmm. So that helps people find it where they're not just scrolling on Amazon. And so if it's like a bestseller list, that will just be like, oh, okay, wait, I want this. It's uh, anywhere books are sold though. So you don't, if you don't want to shop on Amazon, you could go to bookshop.org. You could go to shamelesssex.com and click on the, um, the book, the actual picture of the book. And for anyone that pre-orders, Amy and I, we curated a an exclusive, um, offer for, for totally free. We just need a proof of your book purchase. And it's, um, a workshop that teaches you how to spice up your sex life. And it's, we're wearing lingerie. It's okay. provocative, <laughs> sexy, and also really entertaining and fun, but you get good information without even November second. November fourteenth is when it comes no, out. No, 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 November fourteenth. Yeah, that's perfect. Episode. Oh, perfect. Awesome. Yeah, we'll yeah. Have- it's a pre-order, and then and the other thing I wanted to add to that too, what April was saying about the list, when we or anyone that is, that is an author that you love or agree with or support, when they make those lists, then it gets to more people who don't have access to this kind of thing, who wouldn't normally see this in their you know exactly. in their feed. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So exactly. You're helping people get more sex education by supporting us or other you know authors yeah. who do sex ed stuff. That, uh, so and so yeah, it's, it's your hardcover only. Everyone, you can totally buy the Audible. We support that, but hardcover is how the lists are found. It's yeah. not through any other versions. There only is going to be a hardcover, and then there'll be the Audible version. And since this is coming out November second, Instagram, we're doing. Um, we're actually, if you buy three plus copies, you get entered in to win over a thousand dollars worth of really awesome products mm-hmm. that aren't just sex toys. Like Ooh. we're talking like um, a calm subscription oh. and uh, cozy earth sheets and socks mm. and, and different, like a bunch of different amazing okay. products. So Love you just that. go to shameless sex podcast. That's where all of our handles are and TikTok and, and Instagram and all of the things. And uh, yeah, if you buy a book or three or six, that is six different entries for you. And we're going to sign yours and tell you how much we love you both. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Y'all are an absolute treat. Hmm. You, like, I you? just oh, want yeah, to say, you yeah. like, you know, I, we just turned 30. <clears throat> Happy belated <And> birthday. <clears throat> Thank you. But, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I wonder what kind of woman I'm going to be in my 30s. This is what <laughs> well, I want 40, to be. 41 and 38, 41. right? Yeah. So, so, yeah, that's always, looking good, right? This is like Aww. the blueprint. So, Aww, thank you. Thank and thank you. y'all for coming on our show. Oh, thank yeah. you for yeah. having well, us. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure we're putting this on our show, too. So, yeah. um, we'd we like to give have all of your you handles and all this stuff yes. in, the, in the show notes if you're listening to our show. But um, we just, yeah, you're such a pleasure to to work with. And we've been on a lot of shows, and it just feels like the sisterhood vibe is real. I also mean, I wanted, I was sad when you said it was time to go. I was like, wait, really? Yeah, time to go. I feel like we've just been hanging do a part two sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we're always in LA. Not oh, always, perfect. but or often. come to. You can come see our studio in Santa Cruz and yeah. hang out with us. Oh, absolutely. I'm not yeah. opposed I've been at wanting all. to go there. Vacation. Yeah. Come hang out. Well, and our it, handles are at Double Team Podcast. All right. And, and at Cami and Nikki on Instagram yeah, as and well. And then our website, DoubleTeamPodcast.com, has all relevant for anyone that wants to check out our stuff. Yeah. And we oh. can do joined foot content. Ooh, yes. Oh, oh, oh let's get all of our feet together. Can you do like a thumb war with your toes? Ooh, how about a bunch One, of feet in a hairy Sasquatch bush in the middle? Perfect. I just broke my pinky toe on this foot, so that let's save it for later. It would hurt. Really yeah. Yeah, I was not into it. It was the first time. Yeah. I am really excited your final to this. Yeah. Cammy, you always. Oh, yes. We are condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Please and thank you. Except if you have a Prince Albert piercing, then, then they, they won't break. work. I still cannot believe you did that. I'd be terrified. I want to do it. 